Welcome to Rhema for Today. Why not believe what the Bible said? Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. If we'll start believing that, we'll start acting like it's so. That's the reason I know folks don't believe because they don't act like it's so. If they believed it, they'd act like it's so. And when we start believing that and start acting like it's so, then we're going to step out into a boldness and into a majesty of dominion and reigning in this life by Christ Jesus that we've never enjoyed before. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the Believer's Authority. More next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. If we don't, then the death of Jesus was in vain, and there's no need for him to die. How much authority, how much power over devils and demons and evil spirits does the church have today? Equally as much as they had then. Or else the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus was a flat failure, but it's not. No, behold, I give unto you power, authority, that is. That's what the Greek word translated power here means is authority, to tread on serpents. Oh, he's not talking about a literal snake or a literal scorpion, but he's using these as terms to define satanic power because he goes on to explain it. And he said, and over all the power of the enemy. I think some folks thought he said over half of the power of the enemy. And they're not even taking advantage of half of it. But he didn't say over half of the power of the enemy. He said over all the power of the enemy. Over every bit of the power of the enemy. The church should be triumphant over all the power of the enemy. But too much of the time, the enemy is dominating them instead of them dominating the enemy. Are you listening to me? Well, thank God these things belong to us. They're ours. When are we going to start believing them? When are we going to start acting like it's so? Why not believe what the Bible said? Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. If we'll start believing that... We'll start acting like it's so. That's the reason I know folks don't believe because they don't act like it's so. If they believed it, they'd act like it's so. And when we start believing that and start acting like it's so, then we're going to step out into a boldness and into a majesty of dominion and reigning in this life by Christ Jesus that we've never enjoyed before. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, we know that God's greater than all. Jesus said, my Father is greater than all. He is. We know that the Son of God was manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. And you know what? He's come to dwell in us. By the power of the Holy Ghost, he indwells us. Jesus said, my father and I will come and make our abode with you. Another translation I like says, my father and I will come and make our home with you. We're going to come and live with you. That's what we're going to do. We're going to come and live with you. And then, 
over, you see, as we come on in after the New Testament church was born and we come into the epistles that are written to the church, then Paul writing to the church at Corinth said, What, know ye not that your bodies are the temple of, of God, the temple of the Holy Ghost? And then in 2 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, he said, uh, uh, again, speaks about our bodies being the temple of the Holy Ghost. He said, For God has said. What did God say? I'll dwell in them. I'll live in them. Another translation said, I'll be at home in them. That's where I'll abide. That's where I'm going to live. Where's God live? See, too many times folks trying to get a hold of him. They don't believe he's here. Some folks even sing. I've heard them go to church in Pentecostal circles and sing, Come by here, Lord. Come by here. Well, that meant they didn't believe he was there. They was trying to get him to come by. Come by here, Lord. Come by here. No, he's here. Praise God. He's here. Praise the Lord Jesus. See, we need to wake up and start living in the present tense and in the rights and in the privileges of what belongs to us now. Glory to God. And that's when we'll begin to dominate. And that's when we'll have the mastery that belongs to us. And we'll exercise it and use it and enter into it. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, too many times, the Christian, even the spirit-filled Christian, is bowed down, broken beneath the weight of sin and the powers of darkness. When if they just knew the truth, they'd rise up like a mighty giant and the devil would run from them. I remember one church I pastored. One of the ladies of my church came to the pastorage one day, knocked on the door just a-weeping and a-crying, wanting help. Well, we're there to help if we can, you know. We want to help everybody and everyone. Particularly, you know, the pastor has the oversight of the that particular sheepfold, and he's interested in them. And oh, this dear lady is just distraught. She's just almost in hysterics. She's a reaching up in the sky like she's a reaching after something. Brother, my God, Brother Hagin, you got to help me. Well, I said, I will if I can, sister. I've been praying all night long. Anytime they get that whine in the voice, you got them located. <laughs> They're living in no man's land where Satan can enter into the innermost council and God can't help them. Oh, I've been praying all night long. I've been trying to get a hold of him. You're going to have to help me. I can't get a hold of God. Well, I said, sit down here on the couch and let's talk about it. I said, you're trying to get a hold of him? Yeah. I meant what she meant by that expression, get a hold of him, get in contact with him, you know. Well, I said, first of all, where is he? Huh? I said, before we'll be able to get a hold of him or contact him, let's find out where he is. You know, just where is he anyhow? Well, said, he's up in heaven. I said, I know that. But yet, right on the other hand, I said, Jesus said, my father and I will come and make our abode with you. We'll live with you. And I said, in the person of the Holy Spirit of God, the third person of the Godhead, through him and in him, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost is living in you. 
And you see it says right here, 1 John 4, 4, Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. That truth dawned out on that woman. She began to, she began to see it. You see, and her tears faded away. And instead of her face being so sad and her looking so forlorn and forsaken, thinking, you know, he's gone. I can't get a hold of him. I'm trying to get a hold of him. I'm trying to touch God. Well, she said, he is in me, isn't he? All the time I was a crying and a hollering. He is right there all the time wondering what she acting the fool for. <laughs> Amen. 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 I said to her, well, yeah, but Brother Aiken, why do I feel like I do? I said, I won't ask you a question. What if you come over here to the parsonage this morning? My wife opened the door and let you in and said, Brother Higgins right there, just right there in the living room. Just go right on in. And I just sat here and, and never paid a bit of attention to you. You talked to me and I never said a word. I said, wouldn't you start feeling bad? I said, no wonder you feel bad. Because I said, the Spirit of God within you is grieved because you've ignored him. You've paid no attention to him. You act like he's not even there. You act like God told a lie. All night long, you've just as good as been shouting at God and said, you old liar, I know you're my father and I'm saved all right, but you're a liar. Because I don't feel anything. He's not here and I'm trying to get him. And she looked up at me and you know what? You didn't have to, she didn't have to pray something down or preach something up or sing something down. She just jumped up and said, Woo! Glory to God said he's in there and he'd been in there all the time. And didn't even get to pray for it. Just went home and shouted. <laughs> Praise God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer, the classic book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled God's Word, A Never-Failing Remedy, and the book from Kenneth Hagan entitled How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny, the CD from Lynette Hagan entitled Fuel Your Passion for God, Last but not least, the slimline book from Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking. All these resources are for the special price of $25. That's more than $8 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. The, the number of years it's going to transpire in 2020, 2020 yes. uh, for the Rhema Praise, our radio broadcast, the, the school, the church, all of that. Yes. And you know, all of that is made possible through our war partners. Absolutely. We could not accomplish it and without them. Through the years, we have had many, many word partners, still have a little, many word partners. And somebody said, well, they asked me all the time, what is a word partner? Well, it's really simple. I mean, it is simple. It's somebody that prays for us regularly. Yes. On a regular basis. 
and sends an offering at least once a month, whatever you can afford to send. Somebody said, well, it's just a small amount. Listen, when all the small amounts come in, then they make a large amount. That's right. So don't ever feel bad if you can't give a large amount. Whatever you can give helps us to take this message around the world. It helps us with all of our 251 Bible schools in yes. all the nations. It helps us with the, with the Bible school here. And it helps us with our ministry that we, we provide the, the, the Word of Faith every six weeks. Yes. All of these things is what a Word Partner Club member helps to accomplish. I could give you testimony after testimony about how what Word Partner Club money has helped us to do. A book that we print so many of them every year. It's in the middle of the jungle in Africa. A chief had it in his, in his little hut. Now, that's what a Word Partner Club does. It helps us to spread the gospel yes. all over the world. Yes. So if you would like to help us and if you would like to become a Word Partner, you can go to our web, rhema.org slash WPC, yes. and then all the information is there. We would encourage you, and I want to thank all of you that are partners with us because you have helped us to go all over the world and preach the gospel by, right. by the television, by the radio, by the printed page, yes. and us personally going and preaching. That's right. So thank you, and thank you for that are going to help us as we spread the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in this new year of 2020. And you know, Word Partners, I want to say to you that we have a prayer group that prays for you. And so if you have a prayer request, you can call our Prayer and Healing Center and tell us what your request is and we will pray for you. And we'd love to hear from you. So praise reports can be sent to partner services at rhema.org. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on The Believer's Authority. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.